Steve, let me ask you a personal question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do, you have, do you have a mother, Steve? I do indeed. Fantastic. Don't we all? <laughs> yeah, well, yes, we all do, but I'm sure you're a good son and you love your mother, don't you, Steve? Uh, uh, the best. I'm like legendary. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Very good. Well, I got a tip for you. You can really win Mother's Day. Win your mother over on Mother's Day. Cement your reputation as this really good son. Give your mom an Aura digital picture frame. Have you heard of these things, Steve? Yes, I have. They're loaded up with decades of photos. You can just like hook them up to the phone and then you get the photos running through it, kind of scrolling through it. You seen these things? Yeah, they're great. They're really cool. Yeah, and you can get everything. Uh, and Pictures of your mom, pictures of whoever, your family, your brothers, all, all these things. Things. They're a wonderful item. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code word ChinwagPod at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This is Paul Giamatti speaking. And this is Stephen Asma. And this episode of Chinwag is sponsored by BetterHelp. It is indeed, Steve. Let me ask you a blunt question. Do you ever feel stuck, Steve? <laughs> I'm serious. Do you ever feel kind of stuck in the mud? Every day, my friend. Yeah. Every damn day. And then what happens is you get overwhelmed because you're kind of stuck, right? True. As I get older, and I am getting older, folks, I may not look it. You may <laughs> think, oh, he's like Dorian Gray. He's going backwards. Yeah, wow. Wow, he's, he's, he's going backwards. I am getting older, folks. It's hard to believe. The thing I notice is how important it is to maintain a balance. You know, I guess you'd call it work-life balance. I don't think I'm alone here, but therapy's helped me do this, this balance. It can help you find equilibrium. It can help you feel more empowered in the decisions you make, the boundaries and priorities you set. It's good in that way. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Sometimes that's hard, right, to find the right person. So this helps. You can change. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with better help. Visit betterhelp.com slash chinwag today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash chinwag. Hello there and welcome back. A few weeks ago, Paul and I spoke to Billy Bob Thornton and he was just an open book. The conversation took a lot of unexpected turns, and we talked for a long time and wanted to share more of our chat with all of you. Have a listen. Stephen, I have an alarming bit of trivia for you. This is really this is yeah, this is kind of gross. So buckle up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is this alarmed me. Did you know that traditional bed sheets can harbor more bacteria than a toilet seat, Steve? Come on. That's disturbing. That's disturbing. Isn't it? You can get the acne. It can get you the stuffy nose. It can bump up the allergies. It's awful. That's gross. It's gross. I had no idea. Well, Steve, Miracle Made offers a whole line of self-cleaning, eco-friendly bedding, such as sheets, pillowcases, and comforters that prevent 99% of bacteria and requires three times less laundry. I'm telling you, I, I got these sheets. I wake up and I feel a little bit clearer. I feel cleaner already, Steve. I feel clean as a whistle. It's it's 
not a joke. And that's good. They make the perfect holiday gift. All your friends and family can sleep clean with Miracle. Who doesn't want better sleep and luxurious feeling bed sheets? Go to trymiracle.com slash chinwag to try it today or gift it to someone special this holiday season. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Save over 40%. And if you use our promo chinwag at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product. It's backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't a 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash chinwag and use the code chinwag to claim your free three-piece towel set, Steve, and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash chinwag to treat yourself, a friend, or loved one this holiday season. You have a kind of thing about ghosts or you have a thing about hauntedness? Uh, no, I'm just creeped out around old stuff. Like what if it's, what? like if you're on a movie set or something and it's a fake old chair, are you still freaked out by it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So even though you know it's not actually old, it'll still freak you out? Oh, no. You mean if they've made a replica of the, yeah. the kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a little creepy, and then I just have to tell myself, okay, this is brand new. They just built it. I can smell the paint. Right. Uh, but uh, it's 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 an aesthetic, you know, that just creeps me out. Like, for instance, I don't mind, uh, like, anywhere back to, like, say, the 40s, I'm okay. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, World War II kind of stuff. I'm good. This is really specific. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Very specific. And uh, you ought to hear about my OCD. <laughs> Boy, then we get really, we get We're here, man. No, no, no. We're here. We're going <laughs> to hear about it. But, 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 no, uh, no, but so anything, so past a certain point, it starts to really bother you. Yeah, yeah. Like, like uh, I could never, uh, you know, eat in a house or sleep in a house that was, say, built during like the Civil War or something like that. Yeah. Well, World War One even creeps me out. This girl thought she was going to be really nice to me one time and take me for my birthday because she knew that I study history. Mm -hmm. And so there's this place over in uh, Van Nuys over here by the airport, and it's built like a World War I kind of restaurant thing, and it's un like under the ground. So if you're sitting in your seat uh, at the table, there the windows are like right here. So you can look right out onto the runway, right? It's like a it's like a trench warfare restaurant. It's like kinda, yeah. <laughs> wow, and, that's fucking and they crazy. Got, they got sandbags piled up outside. <laughs> really? And so she took me over there and I went in there and they got those like old looking lamps and with the doilies yeah. and the and the fringe on the lamp things and every and see I don't even like real silverware. Uh, you know, it's just the heavy real yeah. stuff. It's like I, I prefer plastic, but if I can I get you know, Walmart kind or whatever. <laughs> but um, it was just really, well, I, I couldn't move. I, I was sitting there and I started to get like a claustrophobic feeling. Uh, yeah. And I felt bad because she went out of her way to do this for me, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I'm sitting there at the table like frozen and I didn't eat anything because I couldn't. Oh, geez. I mean, I got a plate of pasta there and I'm just like... <laughs> 
you know, this dish is way too old-fashioned. And so <laughs> it's fucking right next to me. Yeah. This heavy I, silver fork, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was not fun. Well, did man. you have a like uh was there a traumatic experience in your childhood? Yeah, is there like, something that involves you can this stuff, or is it it's not like that? Or you don't know? I, I don't think so. I mean, um, I always had this and I grew up in for several years in my grandmother's house, kind of out in the woods. And yeah, she had old kind of stuff, but, uh, I guess when you, when you're a little kid, whatever you have is what you just think everything is, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's normal to eat possum until you finally go to a Safeway, you know, <laughs> but, uh, one way or the other, it's, uh, it's a thing that's always creeped me out. And, uh, but it's interesting. It's interesting because it doesn't bother you if it's new. So, I mean, to yep. me, it's like, it makes sense that you're picking up on something you might be. I mean, I understand you also have other OCD things, right. but it's like you're picking up on something. Maybe that is kind of fucked up and uncanny about this old stuff. Maybe. You know, you may sure. be super, you may be super tuned into stuff like that, you know? Yeah. What the fuck do you eat at a World War One themed restaurant? Like you get like a mustard gas fucking sandwich or something? Like what do you what do you eat? Uh, yeah, it's like you you know, you you dip your bandages in the soup. <laughs> but, uh, Jesus no, Christ. I, I don't know. It, it's like uh uh, well, at the time, I was still eating, you know, things that I can't eat now. I, I'm highly allergic to dairy and wheat and shellfish uh -huh. and all these things. But uh, at the time, I had, uh, uh, what do you call it? The You know, the creamy pasta. Uh, uh, fettuccine? Yeah, that. Fettuccine Alfredo? <laughs> that, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's that's what a I, class. Sure, yeah. it's classic. That's what they ate in the trenches for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they were all oh, fucking yeah. eating. Fettuccine Alfredo, uh, nothing like that. You know the famous story where the Germans and the British, you know, had a truce on Christmas Eve and they had fettuccine uh, Fettuccine, naturally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the traditional yeah. fettuccine right. Alfredo. Yeah, yeah always, yeah, yeah just, to, just make peace, break bread with the fucking... Yeah. Is that all true, yeah. that stuff about that? I don't know. Didn't they make a movie out of that, out of the I soccer game? I think they game? did. It was about the soccer game, right? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Played, they, played they played an actual Yes, on Christmas. That stuff is true. Yeah. But yeah. well, I don't know. It's like phobias like that are interesting to me. I mean, I, when I was a kid, I was really phobic about bugs. Like, huh. I, I was so phobic about them. I, I went in the, I, I once, I was about three, I think. And I still sort of remember it. And I saw one of those, you know, it's kind of like spiny horse chestnut things. They have the kind of, it, it, there's like a spiny shell to it. And it's all kind of like, it's kind of spiky looking. And I think I thought it was a gigantic fucking bug. And I went into a kind of shock and they had to lower me into a warm bath. To, uh, <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> uh, they did. They, they did. They, yeah, like Is that what they still do with you? Yeah, you I don't know. I guess so. It's Again, it's like World War One. It's like the 1870s. Well, exactly. They lowered me into a warm bath with Epsom salts and shit. Yeah, but, but that see, is what they did. It was like 1971 or something like that. So I guess they didn't know what else to fucking do. But, but it is interesting because I do think for a long time I was freaked out by bugs. And I do think that it was something about like the fact that something that small was alive freaked me out. Mm. But you, 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 that phobia makes sense because most human beings have a phobia about spiders or snakes because it, mm. it would be something that would keep you alive if you stayed away from this shit when you were evolving. <laughs> but yeah. Billy's phobia of silverware is like sort of in a different realm altogether. Like, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like I'm afraid of like uh, small spaces and claustrophobic, but then yeah. like, 
what Billy has sounds like Edgar Allan Poe, like where it's just like the it pen totally like freaks you out or something. Like it's yeah, almost like a a random thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Your mother was psychic, right? Yes, that's right. Yeah. And do you did you do you have any sense that you inherited anything like that from her? Well, I mean, according to her, and like sort of you know real psychics, uh, you know, she wasn't like the corner store with a yeah palm on the thing. I mean, she actually spoke at medical conventions on parapsychology and really? stuff like that. And uh, she said, you know, that psychics, uh, if, if you're talking to somebody who really has ESP or anything like that, uh, people think that they can ask questions, you know, specific yeah. questions. Am I going to meet a tall, handsome stranger or whatever? Yeah. And she said, it really, the way it happens is it's all feelings and things and visions that come to you it's not it's you know it's like i I would be talking to my mom sometimes i had her read for me very rarely and she didn't particularly like to do it because she didn't want to see and uh so the times when i was desperate and really needed her to she did read for me and she always wanted me to write things down so i would you know have it for later because she didn't know when this was or anything right when it's going to happen or whatever yeah, and I would be talking to her about you know does Mitzi still love me and you know and then the, <laughs> and then uh, she would say, "Are you going to trade cars? I thought you just got that one." And oh I go, wow, yeah, I did just get it. And she goes, "Huh? Oh, okay." And you write that down, and then like three months later, right? I'm like, I can't stand this car. There's something <laughs> wrong with it. And the next thing you know, I'm down there getting a new car. Right. And then I remember that she said that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then I yeah. go back and read up on what she said. So she only would tell you the things that came to her, you know? And, it was uh, just more kind of random stuff coming to her. It wasn't necessarily. Yeah. 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 I fully buy that more than the like when you see the psychics who see, I see your mother standing behind you and she's talking about your birthday cake and she's asking you about. I don't right. buy that stuff as much as I do that which just seems right. like it's just something that comes through. I mean, just a, a, a hopefully quick story uh, that happened years ago. Uh, I was, I had lost my job and I was playing in a band. I was a skinny, long-haired hippie and I was playing in this band. And uh, But it was in the winter time and gigs were pretty few and far between. And I worked at the, for the county uh, road department, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in the meantime. And, then it got really cold. I, anyway, I lost my job there. Mm-hmm. I think I lost it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> or, anyway, but somebody uh, somebody did something. Anyway, so I was in the house that I went, lived in when I was in junior high and high school. Yeah. And my mom had remarried after my father died, who died at 44. And... Uh, so she remarried a few years later. She's married to this doctor and they'd moved to Louisville, Kentucky uh-huh. and where he worked for the Veterans Administration. And uh, my little brother moved with him and everything. So I stayed there in the house. Well, I didn't have any money and the stepfather was kind of mean. Well, he wasn't kind of mean. He was a <laughs> lot mean. And, uh, and so he only gave her money to go buy groceries with and stuff. But she would sneak like a 20 every now and then and mail it to me. 
Uh-huh. And, and that was enough for, you know, Twinkies and Lance crackers and a Dr. Pepper. <laughs> so fantastic. Yeah. One way or the other, for some reason, this is when cable was brand new mm-hmm. and we had gotten cable. And so I had cable, but I guess they forgot I had cable, the company, because I didn't have any money to pay for it, but they didn't shut it off. Mm-hmm. The gas, however, so the winter time, and uh, I would sleep in this because I was creeped out by myself in this freezing house. I mean, you can see your breath. Yeah, and I would sleep in a coat in my dad's old easy chair and watch cable. So I had cable and no heat, <laughs> bundled up in a coat, right? And uh, so I, I really needed a, a job, but it there was snow on the ground. and I mean, like really cold. And yeah. uh, so I talked to my mom on the phone, who I would call Collect. Uh-huh. And uh, she said, um, do you know someone named Slidell? And I said, I don't think so. And she said, well, a place, a place called Slidell mm. or, a, or a company called Slidell, something mm-hmm. like that. I said, no, I, I don't. And she said, well, I, I just, maybe it's nothing. I just thought there was something to do with that that uh, was going to help you with money mm-hmm. somehow or to get a job or something. Well, about a week later, this guy, I was an older guy. I knew him, you know, and uh, he knew that I could drive a truck because I drove one for the highway department and stuff. And he was a truck driver. And he said, look, I've just been on a run hauling something and uh, I'm, I'm just beat. He, can't, he actually came to the house and knocked on the door. Mm-hmm. Back in those days in a small southern town, you just did that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there's this guy telling me that if he would pay me, you know, like a, I think it was 100 bucks or something like that or 200 maybe even. I don't remember clearly now, but. It was way more money than I dreamed I was going to get right then. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, uh, if you'll share the driving with me, because I'm beat. And I think he was hauling gravel down there. But uh, anyway, uh, I said, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll go. Uh, where are we going? He said, Slidell, Louisiana. Nice. And I just nice. got chilled. All uh, yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. And yeah. at that time, I didn't. No, Slidell's outside of New Orleans there, uh, you know, a ways. But uh, at the time, I didn't know anything about Slidell. Sure, uh, yeah, yeah. You know? So do you just, think your mom, like, gets a, a vision or, like, it's a feeling and then a word and she just throws that word at you to see, like, if that connects in any way? Yeah, she, I think they, they things came to her in thoughts mm-hmm. and visions. Uh-huh. And, uh... Uh, you know, she she just had these feelings, and she had the sort of like official ESP cards. They make cards. I think mm-hmm. they're Duke University cards because the one wavy, point, like yeah, wavy exactly. lines and on them and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she had those, and I asked her one time. I said, "What do each one of these mean?" And she goes, "Yeah, well, if you read up on it, there's different meanings for different configurations or whatever." But she said, with me, I don't really pay much attention to them. I do them to distract myself. Uh-huh. So she would shuffle them around and lay them out and pick them up again and lay them out. But she said she only concentrated on them so it could clear her mind and she wasn't focusing on 
the person, you know. Is it like tarot card type thing? No, I don't know those cards. Okay. Yeah, tarot is like, you know, they have different, uh, you know, like the king of swords or the yeah. Yeah, whatever, yeah. you know, thing. like, And each no. one has a meaning or whatever. Now, these were like for actually studying people's like psychic ability, I think. Oh, I think yeah, it was Duke, yeah. Duke University had this kind of parapsychology unit. Oh, okay. I think they still do. And yeah. it's like, I've always wanted to go check it out and just be like, do I have any psychic ability? Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, but and, and it was some sure. kind of uh, deck of cards that was used you'd have people, I think, I mean, again, and by the way, Billy Bob on this program, I talk out my ass most of the time. Cause I'm like, I'm just like, I have vague knowledge about everything I'm fucking talking about, but I think it was stuff where you would test people by having them sit in opposite rooms and somebody would look at the card oh, with the wavy lines it. on it. And yeah, somebody yeah, else yeah. was sitting in another room and, you know, right. I mean, and I think they got good results from it. Cause I actually think, yes, it was, you know, it wasn't bullshit, and and it and it isn't bullshit. I don't think in a lot of ways. Um, she actually told me about that. About yeah. that deal. Did she ever do something point. like that? Did she do I that? I think she. I think she went to Duke, uh -huh. and tested there very highly. And uh, yeah, but you know, I, I've I have heard about that other thing. You know, with the you know getting in different rooms, and it was you know the cards, and I think they had some other things that they would do with people uh, in the separate rooms but at one point i don't know if it still is but it was the leading school in parapsychology in the country yeah so that's right sort of yeah the deal you know? yeah know. we'll be right back <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's more with Billy Bob Thornton. Enjoy the chinwag. I was talking to this friend of mine who was very into like psychic powers and healing and all these different kinds of things, right? Yeah. And she said, are you hearing differently lately? And uh, I said, what do you mean? And I thought, oh, no, because we've been mixing a record. Am I going to go deaf? You know. <laughs> right. So then uh, she says, no, I'm like psychically hearing. And I said, no, no, no I guess that's a term they use or something. Uh -huh. She she said, I just see that you're really alive with that right now. And it's true. And like, honest to God, I can get a text. And uh, I know before I pick the phone up who it is. And that can be obviously because, oh, you're expecting a text from Rusty or whoever, you know. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, I get up to three texts a day. So we're talking about a lot of texts. <laughs> no, anyway. <laughs> but anyway. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. uh, but one way or the other, uh, that has been going on a lot. And then for a while, it happened when I was in the old house, the haunted one. And it started happening again lately, where every time I would look at the clock in the morning uh -huh. or at night, it was 11 11. Uh -huh. And I read up on a thing and it said 11 11 is a thing. And there's is this it? whole forum of people talking about they see 11 11 all the time. Really? Well, so that's been happening again. And then, and these are, like you said, when it's random, it really makes sense to you, you know? Yeah, and more convincing. So my daughter, yeah. I, my daughter and I take drives a lot, you know, at night. We just drive uh -huh. 
the canyons and stuff. I always have it on the Beatles channel, and I brought her up listening to the Beatles, and she's learned, I've told her stories about the way they formed and the infighting and the different, you know, all, uh. all about the Beatles. <laughs> she can tell you if it's Ringo or Paul singing. And, uh, awesome. Uh, yeah, so one way or the other. <laughs> good parenting. It's, uh, yeah, very good parenting. <laughs> so, so we're driving out the other night to get an ice cream, and uh, if it were a different song, this would could easily be a coincidence. But we're talking about the Beatles and we're talking about John Lennon. And uh, I was talking about how he was a little different than the rest of them. He was a little bit more avant-garde. He was sort of, you know, into like these weird things and stuff. So mm. anyway, I said, for instance, I said, John Lennon had one song called Revolution Number no. 9, where he literally uh, just says number nine, number nine over and over. And then there's some music. It says, and my daughter starts laughing. I'll be damned if the if it didn't come on right on. and the guy on the channel said, here's revolution number nine. Yeah. Now it wasn't penny lane or I want to hold your hand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They never this play was, this revolution, revolution number nine. Number nine. <laughs> yeah, they never right. play that. <laughs> so why would they play that? Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it wasn't like it came on an hour later. It came on while we were talking about it. That's yeah. crazy. And but, then it happened two nights later when we went yeah. to the same place for the same ice cream. Yeah. And I was talking about George Harrison and I said, you know, well, George, you know, a lot of his songs weren't like huge hits until maybe after the Beatles. And, but he did have a couple that were pretty big hits, like Something and, yeah. uh, and then Something Comes On. Now, right. you only yeah. got a choice of two hit songs with George Harrison with the Beatles. That, and here comes the sun, but, <laughs> We're going to hear from the Harrison fans <laughs> well, now. I know yeah. but, well, no, I'm, I'm just saying in terms of like. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's not a right. Yeah, those classic songs, you know, <clears throat> and I mean, because you know he had a lot of a lot of great songs, but those two are the ones I think you would think mm. of mm -hmm. automatically with George. And so anyway, that happened within a couple of days of each other. And then we're out here the other day uh, at the creek uh, by our house, and because uh, there's been a lot of rain, and my daughter wanted to film the creek rushing because we had a drought. And also yeah. hear this, and she wants to hear the sound of the water running so she can put it in her sound library. Nice. So we're doing that. And there's a lady next door, uh, our, our neighbor, uh, who has uh, horses, a couple of horses. And uh, so we're standing there by the creek, and then Bella wants complete quiet when she's doing a video. So she's got her video thing up here looking at the creek. And then all of a sudden, Connie goes, Oh, look, there's Mandy. You know, like that. So it ruined Bella's video. So anyway, <laughs> Bella gets madder. Then today, Bella and I go down to the creek, and the creek was really high. It was rushing, and Bella yeah. says, do me a favor. Uh, I'm going to take a video. Don't do like Mommy. And ruin my video with, hey, look, there's Mandy and Whistle, all right? So she turns her video on. Mandy comes riding down the road on the other side of the creek on her horse. Right then, I mean, around the corner, you couldn't see her until she rounded the corner. <laughs> sure, yeah. and I'm like, "The hell's going on here?" And, yeah. But it's happening with my daughter. That's uh -huh. who these things are happening with. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. I just wonder, and because we're really close, if we're we have some kind of probably connection or something. no. Well, what if that... you're uh, what if you're still like here? I'm going to be the dick again. Uh, what if like <laughs> you're you're like you know like humans are really good at like finding patterns. You know what I mean? Like yeah. You can see like, okay, that's a face in the cloud or that's a horse in the cloud. And there was this test I was telling Paul about before where they would put people in the lab and they would have you listening to white noise on, on headphones. 
And they said, okay, press this button when you hear like uh, Bing Crosby's White Christmas come on. <laughs> and there's something like 30% of people will sort of press the button. And then they reveal later, they never played the song. They were just like, people were just like, I expect to hear it. So then right. I, I hear it. You know what I mean? You, you make it sound like that's yeah. what you, you can, you can, yeah, tell the yourself mind that's somehow what you're hearing. pieces it huh. together. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think that fits with the case you're, you're saying, Billy, but you know what I mean? No, like but, there's a sense in which you provide yeah. some order. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I can understand that, but it's like, I mean, I don't know if there's a real rhythm to how often they play revolution. Never know. <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. by, the, by, by, by the way, when I was a kid, Bing Crosby scared the shit out of me. I just want to know if Bing Crosby scared anybody else. But when I was a kid, when I was a kid, I thought, what the fuck is with that guy, man? He was so creepy to me as He's a creepy. kid. Yeah. Mo Howard from the Three Stooges. <laughs> and Bing Crosby scared the shit. Both of them scared the shit out of me. Mo, wow. because I was like, why does that mean looking fucking <laughs> scary looking old man have a haircut like a little boy? I was <laughs> like, that's fucking weird. And then also Bing Crosby had the eyes, had dead eyes. And I just was like, he used to scare the shit out of me. Um, yeah. But Perry Mason, you're a Perry Mason fan too? Yeah, the uh, the old ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, just, I, I, I just, always watch them. Me too. I love those things. They're really great. Do you know they're doing like a Matlock reboot or something? Are they really? Yeah, I think so. I don't know what the hell that would be like. No. Why didn't <laughs> yeah. they call? I was going to say, <laughs> that was the next thing I was going to say, is are you fucking playing Matlock? Yeah. <laughs> you should definitely be you playing Matlock. funny? I'll tell you the funny thing is they actually wanted to make, I can't remember who it was, somebody was going to make a Matlock movie. Uh-huh. I don't know if I'd play Matlock. And I said, well, you know, I spent four or five years kind of doing that. The alcoholic Matlock. Yeah, totally. Alcoholic so, Matlock. Yeah. It's like, I, I think I'm be, with that for now. I don't know what the hell they would do to, like, how are they going to reboot and make Matlock dark? The problem is what they'll do is they'll make him like a young, cool guy. Well, of the course problem. they will. A yeah, prequel. They, they always do. Yeah, that's the bummer. I remember they did a Kolchak the Night Stalker thing, and that's oh, what they did man. to it. And they well, yeah. ruined it by, like, you know, by by making it that. Well, it's um, ridiculous. They, you know, they have like a, you know, they do the story of Benjamin Franklin. It's like some twenty-two-year-old guy. <laughs> you know, full head of hair. Like, he's obviously just home from the gym every day. Head <laughs> of hair. I was just thinking that because there was something I was reading something, and I was like about astronauts or something and i was like i'd love to play an astronaut and i thought they actually look more like me than they ever do look like the guys that they have play astronauts well yeah you know yeah well, you remember that remember that show lost where the airplane yeah. crashed and the people yeah. were on some paradise kind of yeah. island and i told a friend of mine i said well here's here's a lesson for you uh if you're ever in a plane crash sit next to the pretty people <laughs> That's exactly right. That's correct, Steve. You heard right. Always sit next to the pretty people on an airplane. <laughs> That's good advice, Paul. It's 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 Buddha-like wisdom from Billy Bob Thornton. I don't. I, I, I'm the guy who never actually does end up sitting next to the pretty people on a plane. I never do. Do you? I, I'm always well, sitting next I don't know. To, is that uh, is that is God saving the pretty people for later I guess or that's something? The idea. I oh, should hope man. so. We got to talk about privilege. Cool. But what happens? If somebody sits next to me. I wouldn't call myself pretty. So somebody sits down next to me. They're in trouble. <laughs> they're fucked. <laughs> they're fucked. <laughs> <laughs>
They're absolutely fucked. Well, thank you for joining us with Mr. Billy Bob Thornton. Next week, what do we have next week? Who, who's going to be uh, joining us next week? We have some crazy stuff. We have a UFO specialist, investigator, and researcher from Colorado, Katie Page. And mm -hmm. this is a very strange and fascinating conversation. This crazy. Indeed. Buckle up it's, for that one. It's part one of our, of our lengthy conversation because there was a lot to talk about. Because there's a lot of shit going on in the UFO world. And <laughs> yeah, it's bad. I, we kept, uh, she would talk and then we'd be like, what? And it would be yeah. some new crazy topic and then another Absolutely. crazy topic. No, yeah. There was a lot of stuff I had no idea what the hell it was. Well, once again, friends, thank you for joining us for this conversation with Mr. Billy Bob Thornton. I hope that at least Hollywood listen to this and will cast me in an astronaut picture, will cast me as an astronaut, or at the very least, as a werewolf. Yeah. Or how about this? How about this, Steve? How about a werewolf who is an astronaut? Because imagine how <laughs> fucked up that would get. <laughs> that would be fantastic, You'd man. constantly be on the moon. You'd constantly be presented with a full moon. You'd just be constantly <laughs> fucking running around on the moon. Would you be in a suit as a werewolf? Like you'd be transforming in a suit? I suppose I'd have to be. Yes, I'd be in the suit. I'd be stuck in the suit. But you'd constantly be in a state of turning into a werewolf. Because, be of awesome. course, you're on the moan. You get it? <laughs> somebody, somebody write that script. Fantastic. Ciao. <laughs> See you around. And from us here at Chinwag, out. Come Chinwag with us every Wednesday. Find and follow us for free on Apple Podcasts and all major podcast platforms, as well as on YouTube, where we have some wonderful animations. Got a question? Well, leave it in the comments. And find us on Instagram or TikTok at ChinwagPod or on Twitter at Chinwag underscore pod. And don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts and give us five stars. I'm going on a hunger strike until you do it. I'm not kidding. I will not eat <laughs> until you give me five stars. Chinwag is a production of Treefort Media and Touchy Feely Films. Hosted and executive produced by Paul Giamatti and Stephen Asma. Executive producers for Tree Fort are Kelly Garner and Lisa Ammerman. Dan Carey is executive producer for Touchy Feely. Our series producer is Rachel Whitley Bernstein. Our associate producer is Andrew Miller. Original theme music by Luke Topp with additional music by Via Mardot. Oscar Guido is our executive in charge of production. Tom Monahan is head of audio for Tree Fort. Animation created by Alex Sokol. Audio production, supervision, and editing by Maxwell Carney. Additional audio assistance and mixing by Jeff Neal. Video editing by Brian Barcheski. With additional production management from Renee Levesque. Clara Wong is Celestial Empress of Benevolent Knowledge. Lastly, for more information, go to chinwagpod.fm and find us on Instagram or TikTok at chinwagpod or on Twitter at chinwag underscore pod. Oh, my stars, Steve. My stars and stripes, we have some exciting news. Shall we tell them? We should reveal that Chinwag is hitting the road again and going on a West Coast tour. Yes, that's right. If you missed us in your fair city, truly, friends, don't fret, don't fear, don't have a panic attack. <laughs> Do not panic. We will be recording live Chinwags in May in Los Angeles, Portland, and Seattle. Yes, in L.A., we'll be at Dynasty Typewriter, on May 14th, you can go to chinwagpod.fm slash Los Angeles for tickets. And on May 16th, we're going to be in Portland at Revolution Hall. 
For those tickets, go to chinwag.fm slash Portland. And we'll be at Town Hall, the great town hall in Seattle on May 17th. For tickets to that, go to chinwagpod.fm slash Seattle. You do not want to miss this. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be mighty, mighty. So get your tickets at chinwagpod.fm and we will see you there. Come on out, waggers. Come out, waggers. Come out. (laughs) Come out of hiding. Have you ever wondered why we call French fries French fries? Or why something is the greatest thing since sliced bread? There are answers to those questions. Everything Everywhere Daily is a podcast for curious people who want to learn more about the world around them. Every day, you'll learn something new about things you never knew you didn't know. Subjects include history, science, geography, mathematics, and culture. If you're a curious person and want to learn more about the world you live in, just subscribe to Everything Everywhere Daily wherever you cast your pod.